Welcome back. It's the Brady Farkas Show right here on WDEV AM and FM and WDEVradio.com. We're getting ready for high school basketball in the next couple of minutes. Brent Curtis sitting courtside talking now about a little high school hoops with us. A very, very um, interesting and layered story is Pete Nakos, who covers high school sports for the Valley News out of Lebanon, New Hampshire, but also in the Upper Valley in Vermont. Pete, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good, man. How are you? All good, pretty well. Well, I appreciate you being with us. And um, an interesting story, you know, I was kind of tipped off to last week that the Woodstock varsity girls basketball team at the time was three and oh, not because they were just so unbelievably talented and good, but because other teams didn't want to play them because one of their players had a mask exemption. Since then, they have played at least one game kind of fill in the gaps for me here on the rest of this story. Yeah, so they've now played two games. They played a second game last night. Um, but, yeah, the Woodstock girls basketball team and the Mid-Vermont Christian girls basketball team, which is like their neighbor in our coverage area, both feature players who have mask exemptions. Um, and the way that Vermont has laid it out is if you have a doctor's note for medical or behavioral reasons um, and it's and it's all cleared, then you don't have to wear a mask when you're playing. Um so the, the Woodstock girls basketball team does have a player who has a mask exemption um, and some schools in the area that they're scheduled to play weren't okay with it because uh, the spread of COVID they thought would rise if someone didn't have a mask on inside the gymnasium. Um, I, it's It's been a, a lot of opinions from all sorts of areas, as you could imagine. Um, the VPA has come out though and said, these are our state rules. This is what we're going to do come postseason. So if you don't want to play the Woodstock girls basketball team, they can just win the state championship. I mean, like the the way it's going to work in the tournament is they will be allowed to play and you just have to be okay with it. Um, You know, as you said, there's a lot of differing opinions, I'm sure, about this on all sides. I guess my first my just kind of 3000 foot uh, foot question here is this. If this player has been cleared by the VPA and by the school to play. Is it fair for other teams to say we don't want to play? So I guess the other thing I should have mentioned is so like the teams that are not playing them, the reason why they're not playing isn't because like the girls on that team have come to the consensus. They don't want to play. It's like the superintendents and the principals making these decisions. And mm. they, they just think that because of, of COVID and obviously it's a fact that if you don't wear a mask, the spread of COVID is easier um, that their players could theoretically get COVID if this one player isn't wearing, and, and I'm, I'm not trying to like express my opinion too much, but I just think that there, it seems a little asinine to, to only let only not let these teams play just because of one player in this example. So that what you just said was interesting to me and that, so the, the teams themselves are not making the decision to not play. It's being made up above their heads. Um, was that public knowledge going into the season? Obviously, these teams in the area know that Woodstock is going to be on their schedule. So is this something that they had planned for for weeks in advance? Yeah, so the other interesting part about this all is the fact that this rule was intact in, in the fall, but nobody had a problem with it in the fall because everybody was outside. So you mm-hmm. go inside, and now pe- people start to have a problem with it. Um, the way that they're going about it is like the Woodstock athletic director is like notifying opponents anywhere from like a week to two weeks in advance of this. Um, but there are other, other teams in the state who have had mask exemptions this winter and every school has their own uh, kind of policy on it. Like the Hartford high um, 
teams, they weren't going to be allowed to play teams with mask exemptions, but that, that switched in like the last week and a half. Um, mm-hmm. That's because the VPA sent out an email last week being like, like I said, it, this is how it's going to go in the postseason. So just deal with it basically. Or, or, so Hartford then switched their stance on it because they realized that they have a really good boys basketball team and, and it, they don't want to see their season suffer because of this rule. Peter Nago sees covers high school sports for the Valley News in the Upper Valley right here with us now on the Brady Farkas Show on WDEV AM and FM and WDEVradio.com. I read an interesting story um, from late last week in the Burlington Free Press in which the superintendent of Woodstock was talking about this issue. She will not allow anyone else with the program to speak on this. So we haven't heard from the head coach. We haven't heard from the AD. We haven't heard from the player herself. Why do you think everybody's being so closed-lipped about this? So I was able to get the AD on the phone about it two weeks ago. No, look at you breaking scoops. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't know if that ruffled some feathers or something, but uh, he was just saying like everything I've said so far. And I think it's fair not to let the player speak, right? Like you don't want to isolate that one uh, high school kid. who's probably under the age of 18. There's probably some like HIPAA laws there um, that would not allow that. But I don't understand why it, it must be I'd be a fascinating story, though, to talk to the coach at the very least about how fascinating it is to not know like who you're going to play or when you're going to play. Um, so I don't really know why the superintendent isn't letting that happen. Um, but it, it is, I think when it comes to the player itself, it's, it might be because the player doesn't want to speak or because of some rules when it comes to the, to personal information. You know, and you don't necessarily have to comment on my opinion. I guess as I'm hearing this, though, I'm just thinking to myself, we've been dealing with with COVID for almost a year. If this player has an underlying condition that makes her eligible for a mask exemption, I would at least think that her and her family have been pretty conservative in how they've handled COVID for the last year in order to protect her. So it's not like I see, you know, and again, and I don't know, but just from what we know about COVID, I would imagine that someone who has something serious enough to not be able to wear a mask in competition would also be somebody who wasn't out and about all in the community all the time. I mean, again, you don't have to comment on my opinion, but that's my observation, at least at this point. Yes. And I guess the one thing I will add, just adding on to that almost is testing has come so far. It is just unbelievable to me that Vermont and New Hampshire. I mean, New Hampshire started back in like December, so this wasn't a problem. But I just think like asking players to get tested, things like that, that that is doable. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting to me how Vermont just pushed the season back so far and, and didn't look to try to come up with innovating ways to test players or something like that so they could start playing. But that's just yeah. You know, I'll get you out of here on that. That is an interesting point, just in the sense that you are how you have your foot in both camps, and it does seem like. Things have been very, very different throughout the pandemic in New Hampshire and in Vermont. So what is it like, you know, covering a Vermont game on Tuesday and a New Hampshire game on Wednesday? Like, what's the difference? So there, there is no difference, right? I mean, but all players have to wear masks. No spectators are allowed whatsoever, except in New Hampshire. They let, like, two parents in uh, hmm. to some schools. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just really quiet gyms and stuff. I just think it's really fascinating how New Hampshire cases have been higher throughout this entire thing. But um, just because of the government and stuff in this state, they're much more willing to play high school sports than they are in Vermont. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's just been fascinating. And then you like go over the river to Vermont and 
I wouldn't say like every game I go to, but the, there is the constant conversation of how like Vermont had to wait so long and, and like look at New Hampshire doing this over here and we're still waiting. And you obviously feel bad because like they play on AAU teams together when things are normal. All of a sudden yeah. it's very isolating. Pete Nakos, he covers high school sports for the Valley News. A fascinating story about what's going on right now in Woodstock and what the VPA has said about the story as well. So, Pete, uh, we appreciate your time, your perspective, filling in the gaps for us. We'll continue to comment and debate on this uh, probably into tomorrow as well. So, Pete, man, we appreciate the time, and uh, good luck covering sports the rest of the season, man. We appreciate it. Thanks so much, man. Thanks for having me.